He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. It is Wednesday. And that, folks, along with the woke stuff that is happening, plaguing our military right now, tells me that we are in trouble. That was Space Force and their new anthem, their new song. Yikes. I mean, did they have to stay within the same like type of theme of like, uh, you know, the other ones like. Over hill, over dale, we, you know, like, do they have to stay within that? Is like, there a requirement for that? <laughs> I, I don't know, but they, they, they didn't stray far from it. They didn't open up their aperture Anchors very much. Away, my friends, hey, uh, you know. <laughs> I, 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 to me, I just feel like it's even the words were cheesy. That's the thing. The words, <laughs> the whole thing was just cheesy. I get like it's supposed to kind of have that, you know traditional marching band yeah. kind of feel but you couldn't have written something better like that was just awful there's no limit to our sky no fresh ideas is right because you're in surely. space <laughs> oh my god i just yeah. want to know who like like was that a panel of people and then they chose one or like who like, i got it <laughs> that was literally jenkins write something and and put it to this tune <laughs> Send him the tune. We don't know how to send the tune. All right, we'll figure out how to send the tune. You've got a couple extra minutes, Jenkins. Then you guys just get together, put some words to it. <laughs> F News, good to have you back, my friend. I mean, good I do like all, the emblem you here. for it. I do like the emblem for Space Force. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they got that part right. Yeah. They got that part right. It's, it's pretty much gone downhill ever since then. Um, so, hey, we'll be over on Locals today. For booze and banter, which we always are. Got a couple new people uh, who signed up yesterday. We need to get more. Get on over there, guys. That's where booze and banter happens. All sorts of other content that we're going to be doing. It's drewberkwist.locals.com. You can see it on the screen there. You can get on over there. Memberships start there for free, but you can memberships for booze and banter start as low as $5 a month. Super easy. Less than a cup of coffee a month. At least the coffee place I go. Damn, it's gotten expensive. But that's where we will be this afternoon. So please come join us. Let's get now into question of the day. And this is a tough one. We had a similar one last week, I think it was. But this yeah, is a tough danger one. field. Yeah. 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 And it is this, my friends. What is the best Chevy Chase movie of all time? Fight amongst yourselves as you send your responses in. Today's episode is brought to you by Home Title Lock. Homeowners, beware, be smart. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title of your home. Here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer for all of my listeners and viewers. All you got to do is go to hometitlelock.com forward slash true, then simply enter your address for your free, no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. And as, as I keep saying, the, the title to your home is the only document that proves that you own it. And once he or she forges your title, they can take out loans on your home or forge your name stating that they are the new owner. So first things first, let's make sure your home title is securely in your name. You can do that by going to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew, then enter your address for a free, no obligation home title scan. That's a $100 value, all for free. Again, it's hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. If you go a different way, once you get there, use promo code Drew. And tomorrow is the last day. Tomorrow is the last day that you get this offer, guys. Today, tomorrow, get on over there, hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. It's free. It's free. No obligation. 
and you help the show in the process. Most importantly, you help yourself. I actually got a notification today, so we just did some um, some restructuring of things with our 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 financing, and I've I've got a home title lock membership, and I got an email today. And it's like there's been a change to it. I'm like, oh no! And I was like, oh yeah, no, it's I I know about this change. Um, that's what I signed up for. Got it. <laughs> that's that's what I. But it was good. You know, they caught it. They caught it and saw that something was going on there and and sent it on over. So, all right, let's get to and that's that's as good to show that they're you get what you pay for like they're on it they're on it they're on it 24 7 24 7 monitoring all right to the answers the question was what is the best chevy chase movie of all time we got stripes hey melody good to see you vegas vacation has a special place in my heart interesting clone one because i would say i would say that that might have been well maybe not the i don't know it's lower on the vacation i like it it's lower on the vacation ones for me too but i but but I like your answer. I like that you're sticking to it. So Vegas vacation. National Lampoon's Christmas vacation, says Jeff Springer. Christmas vacation, says Manny. Rick Weissman coming in with the first vacation, which is just National Lampoon's vacation. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Christmas. Caddyshack. Okay, he had a good character in Caddyshack. I was confused by an answer there for a second that had something to do with something else we were talking about. Fletch, great one. Wait, Chevy Chase isn't in Stripes. Yeah, I was going to say, that's... Yeah, I had to, like, I love Stripes, that's and Bill... I had to, like, go back and... It's Bill Murray. Bill Murray, and, right? Um, yeah, Bill Murray and um, uh, Egon from Ghostbusters. Why can't I remember his name? He's dead, um, right? Yes, he's dead. Yes, he is. Very much so. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, Harold Ramis, John Candy, that's Stripes. I love Stripes. Yeah. Okay. As I said that, that, that it did. I, I picture Bill Murray with that. That's the face that comes to it. But those guys all did yeah. so much stuff together. Who knows? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, I think for me, it's got to be Christmas Vacation. The first vacation's awesome, too. But Christmas Vacation is literally a staple. We watch it every year in our household at Christmas time. Fletch is awesome. If Fletch comes on and I'm, which I never have any time, but back in the day when I had time, if I'd be lying around the house and I'm just flipping through the TV and Fletch is on, I'm staying on Fletch. That's happening. Like, that's where I'm going to be. Three Amigos yeah. is good. Another Caddyshack. I, literally, that's my answer is Three Amigos. I, I that, figured that, that would like, be your. Would that be a Chevy Chase movie because he's sharing the, yeah. the showcase with yeah. the other There's two? There's tons of people in that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it is. But like you know, in in like the National Lampoon Vacation movies, you know he was like the headliner. No, he's absolutely in Vacations and in Fletch. Yeah. He's the headliner. Yeah, Which uh, I think I like I like the original Vacation one when they try to go to Wally World. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great one. Family Truckster. Love that. <laughs> Brian Pace. The question was, what is the best Chevy Chase movie of all time? Tough question. I know, tough question. But we're gonna get into tough things, so we got to start with some. Lighthearted stuff. Yes, Shelby. Back when movies did have great casts. We had some great, compelling characters. Saturday Night Live was still funny. Spies Like Us. Oh, D. Donner. That's a good one. That is a good one. I just watched that not too long ago. That's top three for me. Easy. Top three for me. Easy. Did you watch it with your boy, right? Spies Like Us? Yep. My my wife and I have watched it again recently. My my, my boy and I watched it. uh, The three of us watched it, rather. Um, Another vacation coming in. Another Caddyshack. Seems like old times. Pulp fi- I think I, I think I have the question for the, of the day for tomorrow. Okay, what's that? Or just is what's it going to be a secret? What's the best? Well, we can. What's the best Tom Hanks movie? Don't answer it. We'll think about it. Let's do it tomorrow. So many. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to stories. Um, and let's just start here. Okay, we're kind of having some fun. Chevy Chase is fun, right? He's a fun guy. I don't know him in person. He, he might not be fun, but he's entertained the crap out of us for a long, long time. And foul play with Goldie Hunt. Okay, we've got all sorts of fun new answers coming in here. But let's just start things off, keep things lighthearted. And whoever did this, by the way, it's, it's imprinted on the, the video. I forget the name. But whoever did this is just awesome. Here's, here's a fun little clip where they've mashed things up and have Joe Biden and Trump debating to each other slash talking to each other. Take a look. 
We created the greatest economy in the history of our country. Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. The unemployment numbers for African Americans, for Asian Americans, for Hispanic Americans, virtually every number was the best. Inflation rate month to month was just, um, uh, uh, just an inch. Hardly we had the best stock market price ever. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where, for the last several months, it hasn't spiked. You know what? She deleted 33,000 emails. How that could possibly happen? How one, anyone could be that irresponsible? And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. I, yeah, I think it's disgraceful what she's done. I, I mean, do. honest to God, that's all I think. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. Don't. And then they went Don't. much further than that, and they got caught. Yes. It was our Justice Department. Yes. It was Obama and Biden. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. So wrong. I think what happened was disgraceful. It should never have happened. Think about that. Should never have happened. Think of how that has changed everything. What kind of ice cream? What flavor ice cream do you have? You think I would tell you if I knew exactly what it would be? Of course I'm not going to tell you. You just come in here with that negative attitude. And it's much too cream. early to make that kind of decision. And when I finish, this country will be in a position like it hasn't been maybe ever. I'm more optimistic than I've been in a long time. <laughs> I mean, no. That's the 60 minutes I would watch. Exactly. Yeah, play the, the sit down. <laughs> play play the clock for that one. I'll sit down and watch that. That was freaking awesome. Great job editing it together. I love some of the pauses. I love the ice cream conversation at the end there. It's too early for that. I can't tell you. I, I can't tell you that. I mean I, I Hey guys, be safe, be smart, be free. Mic drop. That's Have it. Have a good that's, day. Yeah. yeah that's it doesn't get better than that. That was just an awesome, awesome clip. So, but we got to move on. Glad that we could do that. Maybe we do it again later. I don't know. I, let's not rule anything out. But we mentioned Space Force earlier with their just atrocious, hideous anthem. So now we've got another story we're going to touch on with it. Actually, two, as it pertains to the military. And... You should know that one of the only things the Dems love more than taxes is abortion. They're big on abortion and killing babies. Um, and, and not only that, but they want to make sure that women can get as many abortions as they want. Frequently. Frequency is key with that, right? Don't just kill one when you can kill lots. So Jackie Spire, who you, you got to have some respect for because she did get shot several times at the tarmac at Jonestown trying to flee fellow Democrats who joined the People's Temple, remember that, and moved to French Guyana. And her boss, Leo Ryan, nine others were killed that day, the day before the mass, mass suicide. But anyway, anyways, getting back to the story regarding Spire here, she's got an idea. Maybe you saw this clip. I hope you didn't, because seeing it twice would just be painful. But she's got an idea to make sure that female service members can kill their babies easier than foreign enemies. Here are her thoughts. Take a listen care for service members that my good friend Congressman Jason Crow just referenced, which would require DOD to pay any travel expenses associated with an abortion and ensure service members are able to take leave for their care. You know, there's a part of me that says that we have 128 bases and installations in these red states, in these states that ban abortion. Maybe we should just move these bases. Now, that's highly unlikely because we've invested so much, but it just begs the question about what are we really all about if we're going to treat these service women so poorly? You know, my office has been inundated with outreach. For oh, Jackie. All right, so moving millions. I mean, right? <laughs> we'll just pack them up and we'll move them all over here. That's a hot, I mean, that's literally a hot shots moment. <laughs> you know what, Congresswoman, you're right. I moved that we do it now. <laughs> Sack the gavel. All right, here we go. <laughs> I mean, 
Why so, didn't we think of this before? Hmm. <laughs> moving military bases, massive installations from states that have restrictions on abortions. And thankfully, she said there, although she brought it up and was was bold enough and, sh- shall we say, dumb enough to say it out loud. But but then she did say to herself, like, it's like look, this is impossible. It's probably not going to happen. Well, yeah. That's just how these guys work. That's how Jackie and all of her friends work. When they don't get their way, they want to change their change the way the game's played, change the rules. We see it over and over again. This is their their pouting. It's got to be 100% compliance. It's got to be my way or the highway kind of lifestyle. We lost an election. Let's get rid of the electoral college. That's how they think. Disagree with the Supreme Court decision? Let's pack the court. Let's change the rules. Pack the court. Don't like abortion laws in some states? Let's just move military bases. That makes sense. At the rate the military is regressing, and again, I I take no pleasure in saying that we're regressing, we're not going to be ready for any sort of conflict. And by the way, there's a lot of them on the brink right now. We'll talk more about Russia and Ukraine here in a little bit. We haven't talked about it in a while. We're going to do it today. But under the command of General Milley and Lloyd Austin, the military's focus has gone from protecting our country, killing enemies, doing what we're supposed to do, and it's transitioned to diversity, inclusion, equality, equity among among the ranks. You, you cannot have diversity and inclusion being your, your driving forces behind a national security apparatus. No military has ever been effective when those are the main two drivers. If you, if you can think of one, please do tell me. I'll wait. All right, that's, that's as long as I'm going to wait. I'm not going to wait any longer. Well, I, just, I like how she, she <clears throat> wants to, you know, oh, have the government pay for it and all that stuff. It's an elective thing the travel shouldn't be covered by anyone other than what the person who wants to do it fine you know what i if it's elective cool i want to go get my whole body tattooed they're going to pay for it and they're also going to pay for my travel you know so it's an elective process it doesn't matter it, it's you right know, i'm not saying that and i'm not i'm not trying to be like well hey you know let them go do that i don't agree with it but if that's what they want to do then it comes out of their own pocket i'm sorry but i guess you know, it does it goes to show we're also you make a mistake you try student. and cover it up by killing a baby yeah. That's a, uh, a wrong decision, for one, but it's also a personal financial decision that you've got to make. Yeah. Sadly, it's not, it's not that way. That's how it should be. But how about, <clears throat> instead of you know, focusing on this stuff, how about not lowering our standards for specialized military units so females can make the cut, like we've seen? How about not throwing out members who have their own political views, which they are entitled to have. And those views, by the way, don't affect their combat readiness. How about wanting to protect fellow Americans from our enemies, of which there are many all over the globe? But thanks to the Democrats and their deep state Confederates, the military is just another institution that's been poisoned. Poisoned in an awful way by the Democrats' lust to fundamentally change this country. It's sick. And BM, we talked about that yesterday. BM says the greatest civilizations were taken down from the inside. We talked about that yesterday. I don't know if you remember if it was in the show or booze and banter. But our biggest enemy, we've got some big ones out there. Our biggest enemy far and away is what is happening here at home. Far and away. But then, speaking of the military, this is important. This is not good. This is not good at all. We know that the suicide rate with our service members is extremely high. Extremely high. I know a lot of friends who have struggled with PTSD, depression. And I know a lot of friends who have, who have lost that battle. It's not good, but it's worse than we thought. We've all seen the 22-a-day shirts in campaigns. I've had lots of people on the show talking about programs 
that have been started and implemented to help these veterans who are struggling with it. But there's new data out there that shows that it's actually twice, twice the, the official government rate, mostly according to this report, due to uncounted drug overdose suicides. All this stuff came out in this new alarming study, research that was done by America's Warrior Partnership. A nonprofit found the actual suicide rate of veterans was much higher than is reported by the Department of Veteran Affairs. And those numbers climb even higher when you add the drug overdose deaths. So I'm going to get to this, <clears throat> this other number here, excuse me, but according to the VA, some 17 veterans aged 18 to 64 die each day by suicide in eight states that were studied. Way too much, one's too many. AWP study known as Operation Deep Dive said in reality, though, there were 24 or 1.4 times the official rate. Then the group added the 20 veterans who die daily after injuring themselves, 80% whom are drug overdose deaths. The combined 44 daily veteran deaths is 2.4 times the VA suicide figures. And overdoses are often classified as accidents or, or an act of unknown intent. But still, I mean, you've got, you, you've got indications that many veterans who perished from drugs were indeed trying to end their lives. That was the purpose. So again, the numbers were already atrocious. They were appalling. This shows that our problem, that by the way, we do nowhere near enough to address. There's some people out there grassroots that are doing some awesome stuff but as a country we suck at this we are so bad we're sending billions to ukraine we're sending millions to pakistan for gender studies and we can't help the people who we trained and sent to do nasty stuff for us in nasty places it's reprehensible and it again shows not just where our military is screwed up, but where our country's priorities are screwed up. It's, it's awful. It's awful. <clears throat> so I'll tell you this. I, we could go into this forever. Obviously, it's a big thing for me. You know, I've got my own form of PTSD. Um, a lot of my buddies do, you know, you, you, it's hard to not come back broken, especially when you do as many deployments as I did. It just is what it is. I'm not a, a, a risk for this, praise God, but there are people who are going into this. So all that to say, make sure you're checking on people. If you know people, they might not be giving you signals or signs. Still ask how they're doing. Still check on them. Take them to coffee. Take them to get a beer, whatever. Just that interaction. It doesn't have to be a, an interrogation or an interview, but just just be there, man, because I'm telling you, it's just the talking talking to and engaging with, making them, making them feel wanted, making them feel normal. Ask them questions about what they did. Everyone always thinks, man, I can't ask. I can't ask Drew what he did because it's classified and this, that, and the other. And you know what ends up happening? Is you, me, whoever, whoever's dealing with that ends up having to internalize all of it, own all of it. And it's some heavy stuff. And you're not trained to talk about it and share it with others. So if you aren't helping by engaging with people and asking questions and, and being an outlet or giving them an opportunity to be, to, to, to have that kind of uh, interaction. Things get dark for some people. And then they're on these chemical cocktails that the VA has given them. And it's, it just makes things worse. It exacerbates the problem. So all that to say, check on people and, and check on people, even the ones that you think maybe don't have an issue seem like they've got it under control because 22 a day way too many oh, yeah. way too many 44 a day 44 a day is like it's hard to keep talking and going on with the show kind of a figure that's that is not acceptable we've got to do better no we, and, you know it's funny drew drew always says i i over communicate but it's the reason why i communicate the way i do not just with drew but i have other friends and family as well and i don't care if they're like man you talk to me a lot that's fine at least you're talking and i know that you're doing well and everything's fine 
because you know when you sit down with people and you're like i don't know how to talk to them you don't have to say much from the outside you can just be like hey what about this and then they will go <laughs> yeah and then that'll help spark more conversation and everything and and it's you see that you know i've seen it on on you know their their body language and their face like the weight gets lifted as they as they're talking about it yeah it was even like when shop when shafi came got here and i came out and met him for the first time just sitting around the fire pit when we were talking you could tell like he needed to get this stuff out oh yeah you gotta get you it know. off get it off you yeah. just gotta get it off and it was you know, we sat out there for hours just talking and it was there was what there wasn't like oh what am i doing you know like what time it doesn't didn't matter it was like let's just you know you gotta get it out and so it's just you know i usually when i have a look because i have to drive 20 minutes into town i usually pick someone on my contact list that i know that has gone through stuff like this and i i call them and say hey i got 20 minutes want to see how you're doing you know, <laughs> just go. Yeah. And, it, and it, you know, whether they realize it or not, it's something that helps them out, you know, and, and it's just, uh, and it's also good to hear their voice to make sure that they're doing okay. Because Definitely. Well, <clears throat> they're not going to, they're not going to call you and say, I need help because they're, they're going to internalize it. Yeah. Most know? of them will not for sure. And F news, um, asked, said something. I said, I never wanted to bring it to the front of their minds. Um, you know, thanks for sharing that. <clears throat> and if there's like a super specific event, I'm not suggesting you do that. The, the, the bigger thing, the biggest thing that catches everyone in this PTSD struggle is you live this high speed, very dangerous life where any minute could be your last and you deal with really bad people, really bad scenarios. And then you come home here and everyone's walking around in yoga pants, which I love. Praise God for yoga pants. But everyone's walking around with yoga pants drinking their lattes, super freaked out about stuff that you hear. And you're like, that's not a big deal at all. Like that's on a relative scale. You would feel ashamed if you thought that was a big deal. So just asking about what their general experiences were. Hey, what was your favorite part about serving? What was the worst part about it? What was this? What was, what was, you know, just, just get them to talk about it because they feel misunderstood. They feel like they live on different planets. And for the most part we do, um, there's such a big divide between us, but all of that stuff, I think just general stuff. Again, you don't have to bring up unless you're super close to that person. Hey, you know, tell me about that time that you were blown up and you lost your life. Like that, that, that could be a tough thing. It not for all of them, but, but just generally talking about how, how, how have things changed you? What was it like, you know, just, just that kind of conversation. Cause it gets them going and then they feel like there's, okay, maybe there's one person. Maybe, it, maybe it's just one person, but there's one person who understands that I don't feel welcome here. And that might be enough to the point where if they have bad thoughts, they have someone they can call. And that person might be you. So all that to say, check on, check on everyone. Um, I, I didn't hear, I, I didn't plan to make this a, a super serious segment, but this is a big deal. It's a big deal. No, and it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It needs to be talked about because just how you were saying, like, I didn't mean for this to be, it, it, we need to talk about it. It needs to be shared and, and put out there. It, the thing is, because everyone may know about it, but they don't constantly think about it because they don't, it doesn't, it doesn't affect them yeah. or they don't realize that it affects them, but they may know someone, but like, Oh no, he's fine. Charles is okay. He's good. He's yeah. fine. Like we see him. He's smiling. That smile might be a mask, you know? Right. And I'm telling you, if you were, even if you were just to ask them, like, so what's the, what'd you get, what would you guys do at night? You know, those are the best stories. You're going to hear some really <laughs> good stuff there, you know? And it's just, and also too, you, you know, got to get I me to have some friends. drinks before you get me to answer that. But yeah, <laughs> but like <clears throat> I have some friends who are, you know, stationed um, out West right now and they're out there and they're, they're using social media and they're posting what they're doing. They're just doing work. They're like, they're playing Xbox. They're having dinner with their, with their family, which is who they're, you know, they're with right now like they're doing yeah. all the same stuff it's just in a different setting different scenario and like you said it's at any point in time they could get called in hey you got to go right now you know so they live on that edge of of readiness right, right. but that's yeah. but that's and that's that's what they signed up for and that's what they're doing and i'm proud to know people that did that people that are doing that now because it's what helps us be free you know 100 percent um you know it's you know it's it's you know if you know someone maybe maybe today's the day September 21st, the day that you call them or text them, say, hey, I love you. I'm proud of you. Thank you for doing what you're doing or thank you for doing what you did. Yeah. Just go ahead and do it. You know, th there's no, you don't have to wait for Veterans Day or Memorial Day. You don't have to wait, like, do it now. Do it today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
All right, Tyrone, some guys are doing 22 push-ups for 22 days. Well, now it's got to be 44 push-ups for 44 days. Um, we, we pay more homage, give more respect, and, and people get more swell in the process. Um, it's a good thing. Um, <clears throat> okay. Rick, bravo. Bravo, good to see you, brother. Lots, lots of people saying you've got it, too. Um, work through it, communicate it. I do, I do, too. It sucks. It's not fun. It's not fun. Um, dealing with it um but we all got to and we all got to lift each other up right keep each other going in the right direction uh even even if there's things we disagree on and and you can have a friend who's a there's not many who did operational stuff but you have a friend who's a a, a bleeding heart liberal on the other side uh, let's still lift that person up maybe maybe when they come out of it they'll they'll, they'll see the truth about what's going on back here too but all right everyone smash that like button whichever platform you are on facebook rumble youtube CloudHub, Twitter, wherever the hell else we are. I don't know. We're in lots of places. Please hit that button. Continue to engage. Make sure that you are subscribed to the page that you are on. If you're on Rumble, it's in the top right corner. If you're on YouTube, make sure you're still subscribed. You likely are not. You've likely been unsubscribed. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you're liking that page. Facebook decided that's a joke that we put out today for a headline was against their community um guidelines so yet another ding over there but please do make sure you still like the page we're trying to keep everything going because it gives us the most opportunities to connect with you uh across a, a myriad of different platforms and then like i said continue to engage here then guys with biden in the white house you need to act fast you need to act really fast because his tax plans are already aimed at you and specifically your retirement investments and if you don't want to see your retirement income potentially take a double digit tax hit you've got to move your money you got to do it now He's already made his, all of his tax plans and economic policies a top priority. They are stinging us all. doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. So make protecting what's yours a top priority to you right now, but potentially not for much longer. A unique IRS loophole lets you move your IRA, 401k, pension, TSP, or other savings accounts into certain tax-advantaged investments that could protect you from Creepy Joe and his awful awful economic policies all the details are laid out for you in this free guide that my friends at gold co are offering to you to protect your wealth and retirement savings you can move 100 percent, 100 percent tax-free penalty-free your money at least for now all you got to do is go to drewlovesgold.com you can see it on the screen and my friends at gold co will rush a copy of this guide to you they'll walk you through everything over the phone they will even cover all the shipping, handling charges, all that. You won't pay a dime to find out how you could protect yourself from Joe Biden's tax plans and do so fast. So don't wait. Go to DrewLovesGold.com. Get your free IRS loophole guide today. You could even get $10,000 or more in free silver if you open a qualifying account. Also, don't forget, guys, we will be over on Locals today. Make sure you get your account. We'll be there this afternoon. DrewBerkwist.Locals.com, and we'll be right back here in a few seconds. Be sure to sign up at Locals for both free and exclusive content from Drew Berquist. Head over to drewberquist.locals.com and join the community today. All right. <clears throat> so let's get in. I see comments coming in. Obviously, it was in the title. But let's get into Russia here. Because Putin spoke last night. As we were going into booze and banter, we thought maybe he would have spoken already. He hadn't. So we kind of opined about where things were going, what he might say, what he might do. But he, he did essentially, he got, I mean, he did what people and the pundits out there and, and what, we, what we kind of thought he would do. And he ordered all reservists to mobilize across the country. All reservists across the country. Uh, as well as other people who had specific skill sets. said Russia will use all instruments at its disposal to counter a threat against its territorial integrity. This is not a bluff, said Putin. So it's the, it's the clearest sign, and this is, this is an article here, the speech is the clearest sign yet that seven months into the biggest conflict in Europe since World War II, Russia is unable to counter Ukraine and the West which is largely united in the face of the Russian invasion. Which is, that part's true. The West has united. It has united. I, I, I disagree with the, with the 
sentiment that they're trying to express in this article here, that Russia's unable to counter Ukraine. Again, in order to evaluate, before we get into this today, like I always say, in order to evaluate the level of, of success that Vladimir Putin has had, you have to understand what his goals were. And, and none of us have a 100% clear picture of that. It would appear that the Donbass and those areas were his goals, not trying to get the entire country. I believe with, with the, the, the weapons and arsenal that they have, even though they sustain some significant losses, with the weapons and arsenal that they have, if they wanted to take the whole thing, they could. Now, would, would other people stop them? Potentially. And, and we, we and, and NATO partners and other people have been, been doing that. <clears throat> but it's hard, to, it's hard for everyone, especially us you know, overseas, to judge and evaluate this if you don't understand everyone's precise, precise motives. There's lots of blurred lines here. There's lot that's true, and so is that. That's true, and so is that. There's lots of that, that that's going on with all of this. <clears throat> so keep that in mind. You can't just say like this article did there that it's they've been unable to counter Ukraine in the West. That uh, I don't necessarily agree with that statement. And I used to to work in the kind of operations that are happening right now. And if you think that we're not there doing stuff, you're you're out of your damn mind. But without proving, providing evidence, Putin said that officials at, at NATO had said that it would be acceptable to carry out nuclear strikes on Russia. Now, I don't know who has specifically said that. It's not smart from a rhetoric standpoint. It's not smart from a strategic or tactical standpoint. Um, but he's saying that that's, that's what was said. He also blamed Ukraine for strikes against a nuclear power plant. Um, in, in part of Ukraine, which has been occupied by Russian troops since near the start of the war. But he, he, he's, he called for this, this mobilization, which is the first time Russia's done this, calling up all the troops since World War II, as a response to what Putin and his people are saying is a decades-long Western plot to break up Russia. Now, you got to keep in mind with all of this stuff... Yeah, exactly. Bravo. Exactly. You got to keep in mind. We did call this a year ago. You got to keep in mind with all this stuff that <clears throat> we absolutely have influence in the region, not just in Ukraine and not just political, but in terms of our intel capabilities, which sometimes dovetail into those political needs and wants. Sometimes they don't and they're separate. Same thing goes for Russia. Russia's a big state actor. They're a big enemy of ours. So is China. So, so we've got lots of stuff happening in that region of the world, and there's lots of influence. There's things happening behind the scenes that you guys just have no clue about. Some of you have more of a clue than others, and I'm not even putting you down when I say that. There's just, there is a whole nother shadowy world that exists out there, which kind of goes back to the PTSD stuff, right? There's a whole other world that exists out there that people just don't really know or have visibility into. Our hands are in everything everywhere and in a lot of cases justifiably so justifiably so but he stepped up and said hey we're mobilizing everyone we you know there's talk about a referendum in the donbass them saying they want to join russia they're saying yep cool roger that you're joining we're going to defend you we're going to fight off ukrainian and and western invaders and they said if if you strike us or use that kind of rhetoric we will respond in kind and we might move some of our nuclear capabilities into that region again i don't i don't know if that's necessarily something that has to be done because those things can reach you from wherever but but that's what's that's what's going on there that that that's what's happening he's he's taking and and just so we know again you there's a lot of people i see in the chat every day and again we haven't talked about this in a while but there's a lot of people that, that discuss this, whether we discuss it or not, and tend to, to be more sympathetic towards Putin. Look, I get this. I get that our leader and everyone in D.C. that's a leader right now or finger parents leader are a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. And I give Putin credit all the time for having the balls to say what he thinks and play the game 
in a way that will benefit him, or at least he perceives to be something that will benefit him. But <clears throat> again, I, I, I kind of keep my main point that I've had on this the whole time. And I've been involved in conflicts that I, I was involved in a 20 year war in Afghanistan for Pete's sakes. I wasn't there for all 20 years, but I was there for a lot of them. There's a lot of things that we did wrong there. But there was a specific purpose as to why we were there. And the ceiling for where that could escalate to was, was pretty well set. The ceiling for this one is disastrous. So as much as back in the heyday, you know, being a young, dumb kid, young, dumb adult, I, I, and the trolls here, but you're still dumb. Well, that's not necessarily untrue. But, but, but I would have been like, yeah, let's do it. Like a fight's a fight. Let's go. But not with these guys, not with China, not with other big state actors that are nuclear capable. Russia's got more nuclear weapons than anyone on the planet. We've got a vegetable who doesn't even know where he is this very second, who's being yelled at by aides who are making $35,000 a year, but are yet still more powerful than him. We don't want to go into that. We've got a military. We talked about our military earlier. It's gone woke. That doesn't mean all of our people there are. Can't live in that world of absolutes. Most of the people, in fact, in the military are awesome. It's the leadership that suck ass. But we're sending all this money over there for a fight that is not ours over a corrupt country, one of the most corrupt countries on the planet. And people are dying because of it. People will continue to die because of it. Our people will die because of it. Yes, again, just because you don't, we don't have troops on the ground there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but, but, but where this could go is awful. I'm just going to tell you, I don't give a shit about the Donbass. I don't care. Have it. Have it if you want it. Now, if you went straight up and just had a beef with them, which they, they, they want the territory. But if you went straight up and just walked in there and preemptively nuked it and just said F you, which would be dumb because it's right on their border. But, like, but if you did something like that and it was just this catastrophic thing against humanity, okay, maybe that's a different scenario. Likely is. But you're talking about a, a local regional dispute that goes back way, way back. Not our beef. And we're spending all this money there, again, as we're talking about the suicide rate in our own military, not being 22 a day, but being 44 a day. As we're talking about massive problems throughout this country on every level, in every industry, in every sector. And we're sending all this money over there. And we're doing it and drawing ourselves closer to not just this proxy war that we're fighting, this quiet war that we're fighting, but a potential overt world war there's research out there that even so you know about Kashmir, right between pakistan and india highly contested has been forever both countries nuclear armed. and if that broke out into nuclear war there they say it would disrupt global food production cut it down to seven percent within five years and kill 2.5 billion with a b people now there's a lot of people over in that area but with the U.S.-Russian war scenario, they're saying food insecurity, the food insecurity crisis alone would kill 5 billion people on Earth. That's a lot. That's crazy. Crazy. That, that, those, you, know, it, uh, you, you can finish your statement there. No, no, no. I, 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 that's this it. is kind of, uh, you know... I'm not one to always try to bring in movies. Uh, maybe I am. Yes, you are. Them. You definitely but, are. That's that's. <laughs> this reminds me of Affleck's uh, uh, Jack uh, Jack Ryan. You know, some of all fears. You know, it's all about you know. Th there's a conflict that's going to be happening between Russia and America and all that stuff, and it's him that has to go through the back channels to try to solve and get it all. And, and it's like, do we have anyone in their regime that's willing to talk to someone like that to try to stop what's going to happen? Because right. it's. I mean, like, it, it, like, it, you know, I, I want to go back and watch this tonight because, but it, from what I remember, it's, it's like almost everything's playing by the book. Like Tom Clancy, it, it's kind of like called it out. 
in a sense. Yes, there's some different things that happen. There's a bomb in, in DC and all those different things that are going to be happening and all that's like in the movie, you know? Right. And so, yes, it's a little different, but pretty much all the players are there. All the things that, that happen are, are happening now. And it's just kind of like the scary thing of, you know, what is being done other than us sending aid to Ukraine? Right. What, what is there? What is it? Because, you know, 5 billion people dying just from food crisis. That's, that that's crazy. That is, you know, well, that's I, and here, here's what's sick and twisted about this is that sounds awful and atrocious to us. Cause it is right. Like no one should want that. No one should want civil war here as much as we hate each other, just because of how bad war is. I'm not saying it's avoidable, but no one should want it. No one should want world war three with a bunch of nuclear capable opponents it's it's the war to end all wars no again no one no one wins with nuclear war but it's it ties in so much to what's concerning about it is this all this is happening and we've got all these politicians who hate you and me and they hate the liberals too the liberals who vote for them they hate them too so we've got all of these people running this stuff and you've also got, as, as people are talking about, and we've talked about in the show a lot, you've got the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, all these people who want less people on the planet. They want people on the planet to own nothing. You've got Bill Gates who's in that camp. You've got all these sick and twisted people out there. And this is not conspiracy. This is what they say. They talk about it. We've played clips. It comes from their mouth, not mine. And I think that they're kind of like, yeah, bring it on. Let's do this. This actually goes, this, this works perfectly. These are very congruent ideas. But it's, man, I'm telling you, it's not good. It's not scary. And Electric Boots said at the very beginning of the show, actually before the show, I don't want to see, this is a quote from her, I don't want to see death and nuclear destruction in my lifetime, but can Biden and this gender bender shit show administration call Putin's bluff any thoughts? Well, first of all, no. No, Putin. Putin Putin is far superior in terms of strength, sticking to his guns and doing what he wants to do and getting the outcome he wants. The liberals run hog wild in America with their plans. They own everything they need here. But Putin doesn't give two shits about that. Doesn't care at all. He's going to do things the Putin way, the Russian way, and that's, that's the bottom line. Like, that's just how he's doing it. So, no, I don't think... I don't think we can call his bluff at all. He, he's going to do what he wants, and he's doing all of this. To, to, to Bravo's point there, he's, he's doing this. Other people are doing this. They're, they're taking full advantage of how weak and laughable our country is right now. And this is the country I fought for and love. I, I would die for this country. But if, if I'm the enemies right now, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the exact same thing. We're pushing hard with all of our most bold and audacious plans that are out there. Let's get them all in right now. Let's get them all in right now. Because this is the time. America's down. You got to strike when they're down. And we are down, down, down. Bravo, I, I agree with that. Bravo just said we're in World War III. just hasn't turned to conventional war. I, I agree. I, I, I think that we are. I think that we are in a cold slash world war on a number of fronts. I think we are in an active civil war here at home politically. We're in all these conflicts. There's just not bullets flying yet. Terrifying. But people are getting hurt. People are getting hurt. And they're going... Yeah, you know, it's it's even with you know just talking about the 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 food that potentially could happen. Like, yeah, bullets aren't flying, but people are going to be <laughs> paying the price for it. Right. You, uh, you know, there's plenty of and, other things that kill people. It doesn't have to be bullets and bombs. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I and yes, we felt it at the pump, and that hurt. Yeah. We felt it with the food, the food prices, and everything, and all that stuff. Like, it's there's been things that have happened, you know, and you know, we you know, let's let's take it off Putin. Let's even rewind it back to when. COVID hit this thing that, you know, has been manufactured, like how many families and companies had to go under because of, you know, they weren't essential. So business wasn't happening and all that stuff like they, these people have been feeling it. And now it's going to continue, you know, yeah. it's just going to continue. It's just going to get worse. We have to do something about it. We need to stand up. We need to get, get something in motion to where this won't happen. And obviously in right now with the administration we have in place, it, it it's not, 
looking too good. <laughs> well, I tell you what, <clears throat> we're going to do a hard pivot here in a second, but I tell you what, someone brings it up. <clears throat> Who was it? June over on Facebook brought it up that November 8th is last chance day. Midterm election day. Well, guys, there's going to there's gonna be a lot of disenchanted voters after 2020. I get that. You should be. You should be disenchanted. You should be frustrated as hell. But we have got to show up and, and try and get shit done there. It might not go our way for, for nefarious reasons, but we've got to put every last effort out there to get that done. We, 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 we are going so fast off the cliff. You know, when I first brought this show back after taking a break, whenever, I don't even remember when it was now. I always said that we're a train off the tracks racing towards a cliff. Like the, the front part of the train is now over the cliff. Gravity is about to set in. Gravity <laughs> is about to set in. It's going to feel <laughs> exhilarating for a couple seconds. It's going to not be good, though. So we, we've, we've got to get this thing squared away and fixed. Okay, Disco, let me ask you a quick question. We're going to pivot here, okay? This has nothing to do with Ukraine, Russia. It's the lighthearted part of the day. <laughs> it's the lighthearted. It's, it's, well, I mean, it isn't, it isn't, because this is, this is, yeah. Let's, let's, uh, so let's imagine. Let's imagine that we get all of this stuff sorted out. We we okay. we survive this and 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 you know there's no war and and you so know Biden is out of like office it. and Republicans run things again and we've got control mm -hmm. and America's back on track. Would you get on a commercial flight that didn't have pilots? Like was flown by just robots? No. Oh, no. No, no. No. Okay. Let me ask you another question. Okay. Would you let like a surgeon operate on you if he or she was in a different city but was remotely like controlling the robot and the scalpel? Well, they, they already do that. But would you they like that? that? Um, if it's the best thing, like life or death, sure, that's fine. It's not that like I would like it. I would need to get it done. But they say that those machines are more precise than a human hand because they they're studied. There's no heartbeat and all that stuff. So I, like I understand the science behind it. Okay. And actually, I uh, uh, my future brother-in-law works for a company where they s supply the video feed for that, so that the doctors have less than I know the technology behind it. They have like less than um, like it's like crazy, less than like five tenths of a second of delay based on this technology so they can do it's it's actually pretty it's pretty accurate okay, okay so but you, you would say yeah. though that you would still prefer to have yes, someone there because if there's other complications and they need to be think quickly on their feet and they're you know they need this like it, it's yes having someone in the room would be better okay yeah. so i mean i'm, I'm getting I feel to like a you're point. about to do like a cyberdyne uh, like commercial i'm no i'm getting to a point here because We've got all this technology, right? It's advancing fast. It's crazy how fast it's advancing. Um, so, and there are some that, that, that's good. Again, change is not always bad. I, I'm a curmudgeon younger than I'm supposed to be, but like, it's not always bad. I get that. But, <clears throat> and it, I think it's going to be a while before we have, thank God, pilotless commercial flights because I, I have no interest in that either. Um, although the technology is pretty much there for that to happen. But I bring all oh, yeah. of this up because the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, it's a long name, last week finalized a rule that will allow cars devoid of a steering wheel and pedals to meet safety standards. So the rule, okay. this is from an article, this is from, you know, an announcement here. The rule updates the occupant, occupant protection federal motor vehicle safety standards to account for fully automated vehicles paving the way for companies to sell or offer as a service vehicles without manual controls. Specifically, the rule updates, excuse me, the standards to clarify what is required of manufacturers of self-driving vehicles. So, a robot car. I mean, you've got, you've got a computer driving you around. 
Yeah, well, I mean, here, here's here's my, my my question behind it. Okay, cool. I love that. What's your what? Especially, especially you know, like, you know, cars, planes, also. What's your defense against it being hacked? Because at that point, nine eleven is a lot easier to be done remotely than than it was getting someone on a plane to get it to to take over it. What's right. your defense against that? Because that's the part that's like, oh yeah, I was just in a taxi and everything was going fine, and all of a sudden it got taken over and crashed into a bank, and now I can't walk. You know, like you know, because someone had a crew of people waiting outside the bank for the taxi to come cut, flying through the wall so they could go in and take all the money. What's your defense against that? What's you know, because that's where drones are. You know, you can take over drones as long as you have the the code. You can just sit there and take over it and do what you want with it. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not just talking about military drones. I'm talking about like even like the fun ones that you have. You can fly around and get video. Like well, in fairness, it, military drones are more fun than the fun ones you just mentioned. Because if well, you yes, have a but, hellfire, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not just talking military. I'm talking about everything. As long, if, if there's a wireless remote fe- is, uh, like feed being sent, someone can jump in and take over. Yeah. You know. You yeah. Know, so what's your defense against that? No, I absolutely. I still, I still wouldn't get in that car. I'll, 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 I'll take the subway or I'll walk. Or, well. So, <laughs> so they're changing those standards, and you've got and, – and, Brian, that's a good question. I'll get to your question over on YouTube. Self-dri- self-driving technology company Cruise is in the early stages of launching a self-driving taxi service to the public, and the company already has a shuttle devoid of manual controls. Cruise and main shareholder General Motors last month petitioned NHTSA for permission to offer a service with vehicles devoid of manual controls. So you're getting in. So you're in, you know, wherever you are. Uh, Usually a bigger metropolitan area if you're using a cab, right? You're getting into a cab that has no driver, no steering wheel, no pedals. You are literally at the mercy of a machine. Is there at least like a red, big red button so that if something bad happens, like an you emergency can hit it and stop? Shut it down. What's to say yeah. that the emergency <laughs> stop button works? I, oh, well, I know. Oh, well, yeah, I know. But it's just like, like they don't even tell us about that. That's what drives me crazy. Like, show more about the what if. I, I you know, I, I'm the. I, I have a plan for every scenario. I need to know what's my options here if, if I get in this car and I want to be able to get out. You know? Yeah. Because it's going towards a cliff. Because it's like, oh, like. Here we go. You know, that's uh, it's crazy. That's cra- that's like how when Florida, when Orlando got rid of their film incentive to build uh, a public transportation train, which is great. People can get to get it. I understand it. But more deaths happened by, uh, you know, a, tra- a car and a train tracks getting hit by that train from when they did that to when there was before. So more deaths were caused. So how many deaths are going to be caused by this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I to me, it's cat- I, I, I'm not doing it. I look, I. I come from training and a life of doing things a certain way where I just, I, I need to have more control than that. I can't, I can't leave it to change. I'm certainly not putting my kids or my wife in a car driven by a robot. Like I, I I don't want that kind of change. I I remember when we were all younger and we thought like 2020 would be like this, the Jetsons, right? How wrong were we? But you get you get older and you get here and you realize okay we're we're like we're a long ways from all of that but i'm also kind of glad it's like i don't you know what <clears throat> i don't want that stuff i want to put a key in my in my car i want to turn over the engine i want to put gas in it and stay off my damn lawn like that that's that's what i want that's 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 what at this point, those memes that we showed, um, where it was like the, the new, the new, uh, you know, gasless vehicles, the horse and buggy, that looks more enticing than a, <laughs> a self-driving car with no pedal. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to clean up. Like, some, sign some, me up. Some poop. Yeah, some, some manure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> sign me up. I'm down for that. Yeah. Jeez. Oh man, can't do it. I can't do it. Um, okay, we've got a couple extra stories. We're gonna do them in booze and banter because we're out of time. But there was the teen, a Republican, who was literally re- murdered, vehicular manslaughter, in North Dakota. That's 
that's happening. This person found out who, you know, who, who, who this kid supported after this event in North Dakota, ran him over with the vehicle. We'll talk about that. Going to get into Kyrie Irving a little bit. We've got, um, gosh, we've got a couple other things that we're going to get into. What is it? Let me just pull it up here. Oh, we've got, we've got this, this other angry. We've got lots of angry lib stuff. A little update on Katie Hobbs in Arizona that you got to hear about, especially if you live in Arizona. Not that if you're here, you're going to vote for Katie Hobbs. But, man, she's, she's worse than I thought. Worse than I thought. So we're going to get into all that. We're going to do it over on Locals. It's drewberkwist.locals.com. Again, I'm putting the link to today's specific booze and banter there. Get over there. Get yourself an account if you don't have one. We'll look forward to seeing you there in probably about five minutes. Um, <clears throat> get in the waiting room. Start chatting with each other. If for some reason you can't make it there, we will see you tomorrow on the show. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com. Ahem. <clears throat>